Hello, hello, hello. How are we doing this fine Friday afternoon? Welcome to the latest episode of Second Breakfast. This is a Rathpeakin Rambler podcast. This is a Rathpeakin Rambler production. Uh, welcome back, guys. I hope you liked Monday's episode about the Eco Challenge Fiji on um, Amazon Prime. Um, got a few messages about that. You should definitely check it out. Um, hope you liked it. Let me know what you thought. So, how was your week? How was mine, you ask? Thank you so much. That is so, you know what, that is so nice. It is always nice to be asked the question that you asked afterwards. So, I, I appreciate that. My week was fine. Um, In case any, I don't think I said it on Monday. And I know it's none of your business, but it also is material for my podcast and my writing. And um, this is my first um week back home. Uh, came back to Cork after second lockdown, hashtag second breakfast, hashtag Rathbeak and Rambler Productions, hashtag second lockdown, hashtag Kildare. Um, came back from Kildare after second lockdown. Um, so back in the Rebel County, back in the people's capital, the real republic, you know. Um, and this is my first kind of podcast at home, or second one, I suppose, but... It's grand to be back now. Um, good to be back in Cork. Haven't done anything all week now. Just kind of literally stayed indoors. Went to had a match on Tuesday and training on Thursday. So it's been a pretty busy week, but it's been a good way to get back into the swing of things. You know, I think if I was, I think if I came back and I was just working and staying in all the time, it wouldn't be as good. It would be a bit of an old depressing return back to Cork, whereas it came back and we had the match Tuesday, and then we had training Thursday, um, last night, and we had, you know, there was a match over in Blarney Wednesday, so, you know, I haven't met up with anyone yet, because, you know, I've been in Kildare and stuff, and I'll give it another, maybe a couple of days, or until next week anyways, and I'll start meeting up with people then, um, but it's been good, and it's it's good to be back, you know, um, it's good to be back in Cork, you know, you always miss Cork, but the weather is shit, <laughs> but that's just Ireland in general, but the weather is especially shit down here, um, no, no offence to uh, lovely Rathpeakin, but it's just windy and rainy all the fucking time, but um, yeah, so I know, and just before we start this episode, this is going to be about the lockdown, I know that my first kind of two or three second breakfast episodes were about the different phases, but this is just my overall experience with uh, the lockdown and how like it affected me and how I dealt with it. So please just bear with me. It's not. I'm not going to go over my other podcasts. I'm not going to you know talk about the same things um, in too much detail, anyways. But sure. If I don't remember them, you don't remember them, so that's fine. Um, also, got to over eight hundred individual streams on the podcast. Like that is, it's a, it's nothing really, but it's you know it's cool to see it that it's been clicked on eight hundred times. So thanks to everyone who's been listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And follow me on Spotify. Um, subscribe and rate me on um on Apple. Um, I'm, you know, just tell, if, if, if you think anybody would enjoy this, I want to say a special thanks to, um, not a special thanks, you know, but a thanks to the people who have, like, Shane, 
my buddy Shane, who um, you know has been telling people about it and getting people in. Um, Jer, who was who was um, advertising me on Bumble, um, advertising my podcast, not me, because I'm taken. Okay, okay. So Jer was <laughs> matching matching I've said this before but I just think it's the best thing ever like talking to these girls on Bumble and Tinder and they're like oh hey how's your day going I was like my day's going fine I've been listening to the Rathpeak and Rambler this is not a paid ad <laughs> um, but yeah so that's kind of been it so I just want to say thanks to those people I know there's others out there that I can't think of right now but I just want to say thanks but without further ado um you know, you all know him from this podcast. If you haven't checked him out on Twitter or YouTube or Spotify or Apple Music yet, you are missing out. Rusty Gray, he's just so talented. He has an EP, I think, coming out at the end of this month. And he um, has loads of other music up on all his platforms. So go check him out. And he's also the sound of this podcast. So here's Rusty Gray bringing us in. This is Second Breakfast. You know the food for your soul, gotta feed your mind. You gotta know if you eating right. Gotta put yourself first, yes, let's address this. But while we're here, let's have a second breakfast. Yes, yes, let's have a second breakfast. Oh my God, I absolutely love it. Um, My breakfasts recently, I've always been one to not eat straight away in the morning because I just find it just doesn't agree with me straight away so I always wake up and like take an hour before I eat anything or have one of those you know those uh, Nutri-Grain breakfast bars I just had one there um oh unbelievable but thanks to uh, my girlfriend who has put me on to smoothies oh my god I've been missing out for all my life so throwing out banana blueberries uh, maybe some passion fruit. You can mix it up. You could put in raspberries. You could put in banana, just bananas. You put in just blueberries. You put in whatever you want. Put in like four kind of spoonfuls of Greek yogurt. Actually, get Greek yogurt with honey in it as well. Unbelievable. Um, some milk, and if you want, you can put in a scoop of protein. I put in a scoop of protein or a scoop and a half because you know it's. You don't have to be working out to take it. You're probably recommended to be working out. But I've been started exercising a bit more recently and I want to kind of get fitter. Um, but anyways, yeah, smoothies, guys. Get a smoothie maker. Get a blender or whatever. Unbelievable stuff. But definitely bananas and blueberries. I just love them so much. Unbelievable stuff. Like You don't have to have them for breakfast either. But because this is second breakfast and because I have them for breakfast... I recommend them for breakfast. Unbelievable. But um this episode is about the lockdown. We're kind of, we're out of lockdown now. Now there are still regulations and rules and stuff. There's still stuff going on. You know, we all have to wear masks. The 2 meter, you know, social distancing is still recommended or you know in shops and everywhere. Um you know, I don't we're not allowed to have more than 6 people in the one house um you know and you're not allowed visitors um you're allowed was it you know you're either six people in the house you know you're you're allowed your you know however many if you have a family of fucking 20 you're in the house together whatever like but you're not meant to have six people from more than three houses or something like that i couldn't tell you what's going on because there's so many different new rules and regulations every day there was one yes brought in yesterday about um that pubs and restaurants now have to track every individual order 
from a, from a patron. Madness. There was a girl on uh, Neil Prendeville this morning. Uh, I, I appreciate that sometimes. Um, that people, I, I know some people that don't like Neil Prendeville. I think he's entertaining enough. Um, but uh, there was a girl on this morning talking about her that it was her leaving results Monday and that her and her friends booked a table in the city and now that now that restaurant rang and said that the government has said you they have to be 21. I don't know if that's true or not. I you know I don't have much faith in this government. I'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, so like there's loads of rules and regulations going on. But um, I opened it up on uh, you know the platform on Instagram yesterday, and some people wrote back. So thanks to all those people. I'll talk about that later about how lockdown has affected us as individuals. I think. Um, because there's a lot of doom and gloom out there. There's a lot of negative, very negative storylines on the news every single day. Um, that it's very easy to get caught up in that, and it, it's it it would have been, and it has been for some people very easy to let this, uh, pandemic, lockdown, quarantine affect them negatively. Obviously, there's lots of different situations. You know, I've been lucky that I've been able to live with uh, my family or my girlfriend for a number of months you know so I've been lucky and I've been and I'm happier on my own most of the time anyways you know so I'm with the people that I'm comfortable with people that I'm around all the time that's fine by me so I think you know it's been okay for me didn't start out great and I've done a lot of self-examination but I'll talk about that in a second but I think this podcast I'm going to talk about how lockdown has affected me and how it could affect us as individuals um, and give you some tips and stuff that I've learned over the last uh, five, six months. What are we? It was kind of, it was March when everything locked down and then when everything kind of closed and then lockdown was brought in kind of start of April, wasn't it? Um, but first of all, as I said, it's this. this is going to be might be similar to the very first two episodes I did of Second Breakfast, you know, like the, um, the, what were they called? The, uh, the phase one and phase two, Second Breakfast phase one, Second Breakfast phase two. So if you'd like to go and listen to them, they're on Spotify, they're on Apple, they're on, I think they're on Google Play as well. They're on uh, those three platforms. Um, you know, and I, I do put some up on my, uh, on my WordPress as well, where you can just listen to for free you know you don't have to be paying or whatever for um spotify or apple or whatever they're on some of my so just go search through my wordpress therathpeakandrambler.com over all those different platforms facebook twitter instagram wordpress youtube check me out share me share me around you know share me around pass me around like the last um like the last can at an afters <laughs> relevant um so first of all i want to talk about like self-examination so i did a lot of this over the last six months i've done a lot of kind of dealing with myself and identifying parts of myself that i don't necessarily not that i don't like but that i could make more positive you know like um my anger issues with work um you know letting small things annoy me worrying about the future um exercise and stuff you know that's a 
kind of different topic. But, you know, I've done a lot of self-examination. Um, I, like, I talked about the drink before. I talked about the drink on an earlier podcast called Second Breakfast the Drink. Check that out as well if you want. Um, got a good response to that. You know, that was a very personal one um, where I talked about how I could never really stop at just one or two. And I know that's not, you know, I wasn't drinking every night. But, you know, it, it could turn into two or three days of drinking six or seven bottles of IPA on the weekend. And then Monday, Tuesday, I'm just groggy. I'm not in the mood for anything. I'm not happy. Um, that affects my performance and my mood and work as well. And, I'm, you know, I'm happy to say that I, not that I've cut out drink, because I, I enjoy a pint here and there as well. But uh, I've stopped, you know, doing the dog on it. And I've, you know, I think I had, I think I had four pints um, at the Squire one evening a couple of weeks ago when I, or no, it was about a month ago, I came down for a match the day Kildare, Leash and Hoffley were put into lockdown actually and I had like four points and then I went back, uh, four points and went back the next the next day to Kildare to resume lockdown or whatever, but uh, the second lockdown. But you know, that was the most I've had in a good month and a half and I feel much better for it. Um, along with the smoothies and stuff and like eating healthier not eating to excess every time I have a meal because you know I'm just bored or whatever you know it's just about kind of self-control and resisting um, resisting you know fucking uh, food or whatever um, obviously when I'm saying that now I'm not like starving myself I'm still eating well and eating a good bit but I'm not you know having loads of snacks and snacking in the evening either but um, yeah, still going strong, um, and that's a personal achievement of mine that I'm really happy with because, you know, uh, uh, most of my stories include me being drunk or excessively drunk, and that's fine because they're funny stories, and you know, I'm good crack when I'm out, um, and when I'm out with the right people, I'm good crack, you know, and but then on the other side of that coin, if I'm out with people that I'm not familiar with or I'm not totally comfortable with. I can drink to excess and just get, you know, shit-faced and not remember any of the night. So, look, you know, it's just personal and there's, you know, I'm not saying that I don't, you know, I'm not, like, um, taking a shot at anybody who's going drinking every weekend because, uh, you know, I still enjoy that and stuff, like, and I still enjoy drinking and all that. And I will have, like, big nights out and stuff. But uh, for me personally, I had to stop because I was just, I knew my mood was being affected and it was affecting me in work as well. Um, So that brings me on to work as well too. As I said, you know, getting annoyed at stuff and work. And I actually kind of wrote about this earlier today. I released a a blog today about dreams and stuff. I had a, a dream about work last night and nobody wants to be dreaming about work. Like for fuck's sake, you spend 40 hours or whatever, however many hours a week you spend in work. You spend, you know, an excessive amount of time in this fucking building or place or online with these people for getting paid like a paltry amount for a a good bit of work. And then you don't want to be fucking dreaming about that in nighttime either. Like, you know, waking up in a panic like, oh, oh my God, did I actually ring him and call him out on his bullshit? You don't want to be doing that. So, you know, um... I have gotten much better with work. I was letting everything affect me. Any like little kind of slight or perceived slight, I would take very personally and get really annoyed. And I was, you know, I was calling it out as I saw it, which was fine. But also, 
I was just creating more stress for myself when nothing was being done, you know. So now, um, now Katie has was telling me this a lot at the start, but it took um, a long time for me to actually believe. And I talked about this in the last podcast, the second breakfast podcast on stress. You know, I can't control how I can't control how you will act. I can only control how I can react to your actions. So if you're being annoying, you know, I can't control that. Really, I can't control that because I'm the one who finds you annoying. But I can control how I react to that. I can not, I, you know, I could turn around and say, would you ever shut the fuck up and make us both feel like shit? Or I could just ignore you. I could, yeah, I could react and say, shut the fuck up and you get gratification from being annoying and I get annoyed more because you're laughing. Or else I could just ignore you. And do my own thing. Same thing in work. If somebody's not doing something and I get annoyed, I'm like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? We both feel awkward and I'm attacking them and they're attacking me. Or I could just ignore it, you know, and just get on with my own work and realize that I can't change that. And I've been much happier this week because of that. But also because of the dream last night, I must still hold some in the back of my brain somewhere there is still obviously, you know, it was never going to go away overnight or over a week or whatever. There is still obviously a bit of stress there. So I'm going to monitor that and hopefully it doesn't happen more than, um, more than you know, just last night because I haven't dreamt about work in a long time. But um, I have gotten better with work and that's definitely been, I've read a few, um, you know, there's def- uh, some poets, uh, Young Pueblo is one, I got a book on him. Um they're kind of like it's a, his journey through like self-discovery so i'll put i might post a few pictures or pages of his poems and stuff on my instagram um later on but they did help me there was a lot of stuff in there that really helped me so that kind of self-examination with work has really helped me. i've come on leaps and bounds and i'm really really happy with that um and i think you know not to make this all about myself but or like in not making this all about myself like I think um a lot of people will have gone through that same journey that I went through you know like kind of reevaluating your relationship with work and realizing that you can't change everything I think that's an important lesson we all have to understand um I'm lucky that I learned it you know I spent the last two, I'm 26 I like the last 10 years of my life I've been working um nine ten years of my life I've been working um non-stop for the last five or six years definitely um but you know the last nine years of my life working and I've always been like blaming the job or blaming the boss or blaming the co-workers and I've never turned around to myself and said hey you know you don't have to react in such a volatile way all the time and as well, I've noticed about myself, and if anybody from like school, from secondary school, or if anybody like a family member is listening to this now, like a cousin or whatever, like I don't realize how aggressive I sound sometimes when I'm when I'm annoyed. Like, um, you know, it's happened in work sometimes. Like one guy kind of pointed out to me is like look just don't worry about it so much you know you don't have to react that way and I was like what are you talking about he was like like you know on the call a while ago I was like oh shit like I I knew that I was annoyed 
but I didn't realize how bad that sounds over like a voice call, you know, just on Skype or whatever. So to the boss or whatever. So like, look, I'm learning as I go along. And I think it's an important lesson that we all have to learn is that we can't control everything. We can only control ourselves and how we we react. Now, if something, if a situation work is very bad, you got to get out of there, you know, but sometimes we, we as a people, and I think Irish people a lot tend to just exaggerate and at the other side of it, put up with way more than we should. So it's a fine line. If you feel like you can't cope anymore, don't just keep going in and trying to cope. Just get out of there. Um, so that's kind of like my self um, examination. I've done a bit more too about like, you know, different things but you know that's kind of the main thing like my anger issues and drinking and stuff so it's been good I think you know I'd love to hear what other people have dealt with um whether they have dealt with stuff over you know lockdown like kind of re-examining yourself and finding parts of yourself that you think you could work on I think that's uh you know it's a really interesting area of yourself you know um to kind of figure out about because it takes a lot of guts to be like, oh, I don't like that about myself in a real way. Not like, oh, I don't like the way, you know, my belly looks after <laughs> after a, a rake of pints. Nobody fucking likes that. But I mean, like, I don't like the way I reacted to that situation. And it takes, it does take a lot to kind of hold yourself up to a higher standard and not just say like, ah, that's just me, you know, because we, as a species we are very self-obsessed but we also are very narcissistic a lot of people like you know like that we're like oh no they're in the wrong and the majority of the time the people that i know anyways who are sound and nice and like i would you know are in the right but we need to kind of turn around on ourselves and just say am i always in the right though i'm kind of rambling now but i think you might get my point maybe am i after making any bit of sense there or am i after just rambling on for seven minutes talking absolutely nothing but caca i don't know um another good thing i did now during lockdown and it definitely helped was the fact that i deleted some apps off my phone um so like I needed to do this anyways. I've needed to do it for years, but it was just the last kind of month of lockdown there in the second lockdown, sorry. It was the second lockdown really just kind of pushed me over the edge um and I had to delete Twitter and Facebook from my from my phone. No, I still have the accounts and I go onto them on the desktop um whenever I get a chance if I want to keep an eye on stuff, because, you know, I'm still interested in Manchester United, I'm still interested in films and stuff, and a lot of that commentary takes place online, so I'm not going to delete my account, because I still want to use it, it's just, on the phone, it's so accessible, Um, especially Twitter, Facebook wasn't as bad, but, you know, I don't really use Facebook anymore anyway, so there's no point in that on my phone, I look at a few memes and groups on the desktop and the laptop or whatever but twitter was really taking over my evenings and like i'd be sitting down next to katie we'd be watching tv and i'd be gone from the tv and i'd be looking at my phone on twitter and reading like you know not that i don't want to read real news articles about real things that happen to be 
dark and depressing, but I don't need that every evening for five or six hours before bed. And then sometimes even in bed if I can't fall asleep because can't fall asleep because I've been looking at this glaring screen in my eyes for an hour and a half before bed, you know, like I mean it's it's a vicious cycle. Now, since I've been back, I've been kind of more on TikTok and stuff, so I might get rid of that because I need to sleep more as well. And as I wrote about earlier today, sleep is vital, like, for your mental health. Um, But kind of what I think is that, like, Twitter was depressing me and it was taking up too much of my time. That had to go. Facebook, don't use it anymore. That had to go. Instagram, I do use that a lot for, like, stories, for promoting my stuff. So I kept that. But I don't really go on it and look through stuff that much. I just go on and post my stories, look at other people's stories, and scroll down a bit and like the odd thing I see. Like yesterday, as I put up on Instagram, the um, the question, like, how did lockdown affect you? And people re- replied, and thanks again to people who did reply. But you know, Twitter definitely had to go, as well, and this is just me, you know, I don't know if this is any other, like, football fan, um, or soccer fan, whatever you say yourself, but Manchester United Twitter is a fucking pit of just arguments, and people getting annoyed at each other, and people all annoyed at one person, but I can't see that person's tweet, so I can't justify it, but all I see is the hate, and the vitriol against that person, and obviously it's not directed at me, but it's just overwhelming sometimes, especially when United are playing bad. When United are playing great, fantastic. Everyone's fucking happy. United lose. You know, obviously, and I'm a, United, I'm a massive United fan. Like, but... And I was very upset when they lost against Sevilla. It was a bad performance defensively, and I just thought it was shocking. And I was like, thank God we got third. We're in the Champions League, but we should have beaten Sevilla. We had about 40 fucking shots on goal. But that's fine when I'm saying it myself. And then I go on Twitter and I see about 400 tweets going like, all oh, out, this was so shit, Juan Bissak is a piece of shit. Like, these people, these football players are human too. Now, I'm, I'm not justifying any of their wages. Like, they're on exorbitant money and they shouldn't be on that much money. It's it's scandalous. Scandalous the amount of money Messi is going to go for if he does go. Um... And if he does get a new contract at Barca, that's going to be sky high as well. It's absolutely fucking scandalous, the money these people are on. But what good does it do when you're on Twitter, tweeting to your followers and just in this echo chamber of United are shit, United are shit. This is United fans, no. Not other fans, because whatever, that's your deal if you want to tweet about Manchester United all the time, but... You know, for United fans, and this is only some United fans that I see, and I block them as I see them because I just can't be dealing with it. But I follow so many fucking people on Twitter that it's hard to wade through the shit sometimes. But that was depressing enough, anyways. And then on top of that, like stuff from Golfgate and all this, like it was all rolling in. And one evening I was like, this is after depressing me like to no end. So I had to get rid of Twitter. Um, just off the phone, like, it might come back again at some stage, you know, I'm not saying that I'm not going to, you know, download the app again, um, hopefully work in journalism in years to come, I'm going to have to have Twitter on my phone, but maybe then that'll be a new account that I'm going to have to set up with my, like, tailored followers, like, as in, I follow people just for work and stuff, because, you know, it can get depressing wading through it all and stuff, but, um, and I've, I felt much better, with Twitter 
going on like just the internet to go on it like you know so that's kind of um the deleted apps and stuff i would recommend it guys i know uh, my friend kelly deletes um her app sometimes and she always feels better after it um my girlfriend katie has timers on her phone and she says that they're they're fantastic like you know they they really do get her off the phone in the evening not that she goes on it that much but you know that she would be on on facebook or whatever and the timer around she'd be like all right that's it that that's it done you know and that's a fantastic way to be because then your evening's free to do whatever you want you're not stuck scrolling on the phone and it's it is an addiction you can you, you can get addicted to it like but um you know that's kind of it um what else do i have then i have exercising so you know i think um you could have gone one or two ways at the start of this um quarantine lockdown back in um, march april i'm just gonna have a sip of caffeine there guys one second now ah ginkgo <laughs> The elixir of the gods, Kenko from Little. <laughs> um, you could have gone one or two ways at the start of this lockdown. You could have gone mad into like running, cycling, walking, hiking. Um, or you could have gone the other way of just like, I am taking my time off. Now I'm taking a well-deserved rest. And there's no right way might i just say like before i say it like before i get into it there's no whatever you did during your lockdown that is totally fine that is your decision like that's the that's the beauty of it like you can't you shouldn't anyways but you people can't like shame you for not doing anything during lockdown because it's like we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic you know that might sound rich for me now because i was like oh i did the podcast and i've been up the blog and stuff and i've you know, like, done a bit of writing and, you know, gotten published and stuff. But that's because that situation was positive for me and that I was able to, like, sit down and be like, right, I'm going to write a good bit now because I'm not in the office, like. um. But my exercise kind of dipped. It was a fucking, like, um, you know, it was really up and down, like. So I started off, I might be going well, we did running, and then uh, my knee was sore because I can't run on roads. Like, my knee, whatever way I land, whatever way my gait is, like, I, I end up landing, like, crashing down on my left knee. And I just can't, can't hack it. So I don't mind going up to the pitch now and doing sprints and stuff and hitting the ball, but can't really hack the um, the road running. But then we went walking for a while, and we were getting on great with the walking, and we were going hiking and stuff when we were out of lockdown. And then kind of took a dive in bits and pieces and now i'm back in you know in cork and had two trainings and a match this week already and i'm feeling much kind of leaner and fitter already and it's amazing how after two or three sessions you do feel 10 times better like honestly you do um the first one you might be like jesus christ i am panned like how am i going to do this you're, you'll be fucked, and you might be fucked for a day or two after, but third day, then you're like, oh, you know, I feel okay, I can go again, then you have your match, then you have your training, whatever, then you have your, your competition, or even just yourself, just competing with yourself, and you're like, oh, I'm actually not too bad, I, I, I'm not doing too bad here, and the, by the third training, you're like, I feel okay, like, you know, we had training last night, was happy, there, there actually is nothing better than when your touch comes back and hurling, 
when you go about playing hurling first and you go to pick up the ball and you can't pick up the ball that's absolutely shocking obviously you, you just feel like shit um for that moment but then when your touch comes back like two or three trainings later like properly back and you're like tapping it oh my god i am christy ring i'm fucking eddie care i am fucking all the boys rolled into one like you know and it's just a great feeling but that is also tied into the good feeling you get from exercising and you know working out or whatever and it's proven like it's not me just saying this like as some fucking random fella doing a podcast like it's proven that if you exercise more you feel better mentally as well you know um it's tough to get out there but i do implore everyone to kind of get back out and doing something um obviously within your within your limits like obviously if you're working 12 hour shifts and you need to go home and and sleep that's what you got to do um but if you can just like fit in like one 5k walk every three or four days when you're not working or even try and go for your 5k walk a day you will feel fantastic if anything it's good to get you out of the house or out of wherever and just kind of feeling you know disconnected from your job and from everything else you know because it's very easy to get attached to your job whatever you're doing at that moment in time um but yes exercising try and get back into it it's tough but you know it's rewarding mentally physically mentally and physically yeah that's it um so as i said yesterday i went on um the old instagram let me get up the old uh, results of the questionnaire here. Um, went on to went on to Instagram, and I put up a story, and I just said, you know, how did lockdown affect you? And I asked people to, uh, you know, put up that question, and you can reply in the box or whatever. Now I've done it once or twice before, and I gotten a few responses. So I wasn't not that I wasn't hopeful, but I was like, well, whatever I get, I might read it. But I actually got like seven or eight responses. Um, a few, I want to say jokey ones, but I'm going to say your first names, right? I'm not going to like shame anyone here because that's not my place to do it, but. First of all, the first response I got back was, um, it made me address my problems. And as I said earlier, yeah, 100% same for me. I did a lot of um, self-examination over the last five to six months, as I said. Um, And that's a fantastic way to look at lockdown. That, like, you used it in a positive way. And as I said before, it's okay if you did nothing as well, but this person obviously feels better for addressing their problems so the next one we got so that was from liam and that was from liam i'm not gonna say any second names but this guy is a fantastic rapper hint hint fucking nudge nudge man the second one we got was from bridget um and she said that confirmed that i dislike most people but do really love a select few (laughs) haha um and that is, you know, that's that 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 is very. <laughs> I do agree with that. Like, you know, that. Not that I dislike most people, that, like I know or anything. I mean, like in general, going out and about, I'm very quick to be like, Jesus, what the what the fuck is this guy's problem? But like, you know, keep it to your your rider days from now on, guys. You know, especially stay indoors. 
or not stay indoors, but stay socially distant, wear your mask, and keep your contact down to a few a few loved ones, you know, don't be going out taking the piss, and wear your fucking masks, wear, wear your mask over your nose as well, you fucking climbs. Um, the third one was, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, if anybody has kids, and they're listening to this as well, I apologize for the bad language, but also um, skip ahead by like 30 seconds, um, I'll give you a countdown. Three, two, one. I'm going to read the response. This third one was from Johnny. Um, Johnny from America. And anybody listening from America will know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Johnny said, My porn tastes has evolved into something sinister. Thanks for that, Johnny. <laughs> and uh, as I said on Instagram, there's no point blaming COVID for a pre-existing condition. You dirty bastard, yeah. <laughs> What a man, like, um, what a man, but keep an eye on him at the same time, you know, he's a sound fella, but keep an eye on him at the same time. <laughs> oh, Johnny, boy. Um, I actually debated putting your picture up on Instagram, but I was like, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> um, the fourth one came in, <laughs> the fourth one came in from Brian in America, and it said, um, lockdown affected Brian badly because he didn't get to see Jerry McPartland. And, you know, <laughs> might I just say, look, lockdown has affected us all badly because we haven't got to see Jerry McPartland. Especially in action on a GA pitch. I, oh my God, I tell this story all the time. Uh, I don't tell it all the time, but like whenever I'm talking about Jerry McPartland, Cappy, as I know him, uh, my captain, oh, captain, my captain. We were playing in some Shield uh, final, and uh, the game, you know, and I, I will say this now about um, the hurling over America. People probably think that it's not great because it's a lot of lads out in the piss all the time, but there's a fucking high level of, um, there's a very, very high level of hurling skill over there. And I remember we were playing, now this was like junior, so it's the second level down, and we were at the bottom end. You know, we didn't have like a, a full, regular 15 squad, um, but... Jerry McPartland caught the ball out in the wing and I'd say from about 65-75 yards out he just it sailed over the bar to this day seeing him galloping the dune the dune stallion they used to call <laughs> galloping down the wing and just hitting it over the ease what a man but anyways thanks Brian um, I miss Jerry every day hashtag Jerry McPartland hashtag Cappy um, what a guy um, the fifth one was from Mara, and it said it brought clarity. And d- that is that is very true as well. And that's a very good way of looking at the the pandemic, looking not at the pandemic, but looking at lockdown and quarantine and kind of being forced to be with yourself a lot. If you haven't been with yourself before, you know, <laughs> I don't mean that in any dirty. <laughs> Johnny's entertained to me now. Like this is a, this is a nice wholesome podcast, and Johnny's entertained to me with that fucking shade. <laughs> If you haven't been with yourself, if you know what I mean. No, if you haven't had a lot of time to yourself before, you know, if you've had a busy, busy schedule, and I know Mara is a, a, a therapist as well, so she would not have a lot of time to herself, but this gave her that chance to be with her partner and be on her own a lot more, and it brought clarity, and that's a fantastic way of looking at it. Uh, I know, like, you know, it might be as easy for other people, like it might have been, you know, but definitely for myself and for other people, I think it brought a lot of time to think and, you know, a lot of clarity about our place in this world. 
Um, the next one was from um, Neil. Oh, Neil, one of the lads. And um, he said, time to reflect, to live for the now and not for the tomorrow. Concentrate on the now. And I think that's a fantastic point because like, we can plan all we want for the future and we can plan holidays and everything. But if we're not happy and content as we can be in our current situation, then you're only just going through the motions forever. You know, I think I said it before about, I wrote about it a couple of weeks ago about um, holidays, like, you know, or even Monday blues. If every Monday you feel like, oh, Monday blues, I got to go back to work, that you're just repeating that every week and you're setting yourself up for a week of disappointment. Whereas if you just focus on the now, and as I said earlier, react, focus on how you can react in a positive way to help you, then you're doing better. Now, obviously, I'm not saying um, deal with a load of bullshit and just say, eh, this isn't too bad. Like, call out bullshit when you see it. But maybe think about, you don't have to fight every battle. You just have to take care of yourself. But thanks for that, Neil. Um, Neil is some man, some runner as well on Instagram. Fair play. I'm actually very impressed with uh, all your running on Instagram, Neil. Um, well done, man. Um, but yeah, great point from Neil there about just time to live, concentrate on the now. And it's just, just try and remember that when you're worrying about down the line. Um, just, you know, think about the now, think about how you can be happy now. Um, the next one was from Meg and she said, the worrying thing is that it didn't affect me that much, which made me realize how much of a hermit I am. Sad scale. For any American listeners, that is sad scale means sad story. Sad stories. Scale is the Irish word for story. Um, there's nothing wrong with being a hermit. Like if you're you're comfortable with being yourself, and that's a fantastic thing. I think, you know, I think you're in a better position than a lot of other people who might be kind of scared to be on their own a lot. Um, I think you know, going back to Mara's point about clarity, that clarity is is a fantastic thing that you might be like, geez, I actually like being on my own, I love being on my own personally, I mean obviously I love meeting up with friends, that's a different story for another podcast where I talk about how I can be a bad friend sometimes, but if you're comfortable with yourself, then that's fine, if you're comfortable at home with your family, that is perfect, you know, I I think we take that for granted a lot, that we have that, you know, family to go home to and be comfortable with, whereas other people don't, and I'm not saying, I'm not like, Jesus, I'm not calling out this one and saying, Jesus, there's nothing wrong. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a hermit if you're comfortable with it. If you want to get out more, you can. Um, and Meg, I'm I, as I said, I wasn't going to say second names, but Meg, check her out on YouTube. Um, Meg McGuire Music, Megan Alley Music. She is so talented. Go check her out. Um, absolutely brilliant. Um, album coming out at the end of the year. Um and I sing on one of the songs and I choral one of the songs so you'd really want to check it out because I'm on it. Um, the next one we have is from Esme. She actually sent in two. Esme is an old friend living over in England at the moment. Um, so and it was actually I didn't think about this before I put up the question, but Esme said I just miss being able to go home to family friends in person. I wish I was a social media person. And I never even thought about that actually. You know that's something I didn't think of. There's always light at the end of the tunnel, but you know, with any situation, but hopefully, you know, 
people can get home and visiting their family and friends again from other countries. And I know people have been doing it and they've been doing it, you know, when they shouldn't have been doing it in my eyes because just stay where you are until it's all kind of over. But also Esme isn't that um, isn't on social media that much. Um, you know, I'd keep in touch um, with her over the years, but she's rarely on Snapchat or Instagram. Obviously, you know, that's across the board. So it's tougher then again because you're not updated every day with something from your your family. Now, I'm not saying like I'd be, if I was away, I'd be ringing home every day, but you know, at least once or twice a week, keeping up to date with people, keeping up with the Jones, keeping up with the Daltons, man. But yeah, Esme, all I can say there is like, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, but hopefully this will be reduced enough that you can get home and see everyone again. Um, And then Esme also said, and hugs, God, I really miss giving people hugs. It makes me very aware of my awkward greetings, Um, which is very like, (laughs) you know, I think it's brilliant because I think social distancing is great but it does reduce obviously the human contact but the human element of interactions um because now we're just talking like i was in the in the coffee shop last week and i was talking to someone and i was searching for topics to talk about like you know i was like i better i have to keep talking here jeez i'd be very rude it's okay not to talk as well but i was talking shite like and i was like this fella thinks i'm fucking like i hadn't talked to a person outside of katie or my family in ages, I'd say your man was like, this fella's a fucking bit of a, bit of a, an old nut, I'd say, but, um, as I said to that, though, I am a big fan of fist bumping, and, like, especially in matches, you know, uh, that's fine by me, I, I do enjoy a good fist bump, after living in America for a while, so, that's more my style, so I don't mind not hugging, but the fist bump, or the elbow bump, or whatever, are, um, are good things to do as well, um, so that was it. I got th- those were very good responses, guys, and uh, it'll definitely give me um, the kind of confidence to do that again and on other podcasts and for other topics. You know, um, I just want to say thanks to everyone who replied. Um, I want to say to Johnny, uh, I love you, man. I'm here to help. I'm here to talk. If you ever want, <laughs> if you ever need it. No, I'm only joking. And um, you know, I just want to say that we all miss you, Jer Jer McParland. What a man. Um, future president of america one day 100 percent um i think i'm gonna leave it there guys i think you know i'm glad people wrote in about their responses um check out my latest blog it was up on the word uh, wordpress today it's on my facebook it's on my twitter um i'll put up a link on um instagram tomorrow check it out uh tomorrow sa- saturday um i hope you all have a fantastic weekend um you know, let me know if there's anything else you want me to talk about, you know, i.e. lockdown or any other podcast topics that you'd like. Um, check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, WordPress, all under the Rathpeak and Rambler. Um, please like and share this podcast. Please let people know that I'm doing it um, because I'm enjoying it. When I stop enjoying it, I'll stop doing it. But I am enjoying it so far. And I want to say thanks to everyone who's been listening who's been sharing, subscribing, you know, just let one other person know. Um, they might enjoy it. They might not. But hey, it's another click for me. Um, have a fantastic week, guys. I'll chat to you on Monday with another um, Projection Room podcast. 
and um, I'll talk to you then. Have a great weekend. Here's Rusty Gray playing us out. Uh, this is nothing that you've seen before. Yeah. This is not something for the green sea low. This is something that we need dope Reviews of the movies, favorite TV shows Articulate talks about life, that's just in second breakfast Two themes in one podcast, huh, this man is restless He got just what you seek in Scrambler He is the wrath peaking Rambler